Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 231. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me here as always, except when he's not, is B.T. Calloway. Uh, hoi hoi. And joining us all the way from beautiful Queensland is Diana Green. Hey, it's good to hey. be back. Glad to have you back. Of course, this is The Simpsons Index, we review Simpsons, like this episode, from the HD era we just watched, season 23, episode 21, Ned and Edna's Blend Agenda. Ned and Ed- Edna's Ed- Blend Agenda. Ned and Edna's Blend Agenda. Fucking hell. Are you doing another take? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's all going to stay in. One take. Uh, first released in May of 2012, it was directed by Chuck Sheets. He certainly does. And written by Jeff Westbrook. In he certainly this- does. <laughs> In this episode, Homer gets the part as Jesus in uh, Springfield showing of the uh, the Real last stages. Fuck you, first act. Yeah, and then it uh, is revealed that in an injury that Ned is actually married to Edna, and then there's just a like a little bit of them like struggling to raise Rod and Todd mm-hmm. together as a group now. Uh, hey y'all, what do we think? Um, it was twenty minutes of television. <laughs> It absolutely exists. I disagree. I think it was 22. Ooh, controversy. I don't know. Did you uh, include the extended couch gag? The very relevant couch gag for 2012. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was passe then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's an it Avatar a, reference, It was everyone. ahead of the curb for Avatar 2, which true. is almost here. Yeah, that's right, because we get the extended intro, full intro, even like a little extra bit on the simpsons crawl the simpsons where there's a mm-hmm. helicopter saying all the news stations it loves more than fox so yeah. yeah it's a long episode and especially if you include the outro trap rap <laughs> i did not um damn you that was the bit i was saving for when you asked what stood out to me <laughs> <laughs> the the ricka ricka remix yeah this is, this is I've, I've learned from working with elliot sometimes you need to chamber to what stuck out for you because he will take one or someone else will take one well you can get into it now what stands out to you about that um that whack flanders rap mm. it happened yeah <laughs> i will admit i was quite excited when it started with uh, you know everyone else loves ned flanders like oh we finally getting like a second episode of this after you know 40 years uh, that no it was just a remix rap thing not a very good one. Remember back uh, in like, I don't know, like 93 or whatever, when they did the Mr. Plow rap as a joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that, but even worse and taken seriously. Yeah, this no. falls somewhere between that and the DK rap from Donkey Kong 64. Okay, but that's good. That, that is a <laughs> fucking jam. I, that's... I know, that's why I'm saying it falls somewhere between those two. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Listen to the words, Elliot. It is almost at the ukulele ramp, which I just have to bring up again. Oh, right. Ukulele. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but no one knows what ukulele means. Everyone assumes it's an instrument. <laughs> but yeah, it's a shame because I love the premise of this episode, but yeah, there's elements too. like that that just like bring out the old fucking Simpson cynicism in me. Yeah, like, look, I was genuinely excited to get in this one reading the title. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're going to get a bit more Nedna. That's sweet. I, we've really not touched too much upon this, obviously because of uh, the untimely death of the voice actor, but also just 
the in-between moments, we really didn't get a whole lot. They had that vote, and then that was kind... It was suggested in the background, and that was about it. So I was, I was pumped for this one. No, I just don't know how they were spinning the wheels so much on this one, because... The idea especially, and yeah. I'm going to say what stands out to me for better or worse There's is... There's a well to tap. Yeah, but the the idea, like, because the easy option with this story would be Rod and Todd miss Maud, their mom, mm. and this is a difficult transition for them. But what, what I love that they went for here, which I feel is the more complicated idea, is, yeah, how do Ned and Edna come together to be parents mm. when, yeah, they've got such different They're very ideas. Different people. And especially because Edna is an educator and, it, yeah, it conveniently says, oh, this is why Rod and Todd aren't in Springfield Elementary. Yeah, of course, they go to a Christian school. Now, they, they left it after the yo-yo um, auditorium thing back in season three. Mm. Remember they were there? Oh, that's right. The uh, horror <laughs> of the yo-yos drove them. Yeah, the yo-yos were too much, so they had to go to a Christian school to get away from it all. And yeah, thankfully, be... Edna hates yo-yos, so this is a really a perfect match. And they didn't even tap into that in the episode, and it's kind of a shame. <laughs> no, especially, you know, because they call dice Satan's bones, so, you know, mm-hmm. what does that make yo-yos? Satan's balls. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. that. Uh... Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, gonna go play with Satan's balls. Uh, BT, <laughs> what stands out to you from this episode, for better or worse? Right, um, I'm trying to pick which one I want to go with, so I'm going to do both, because fuck you. Uh, one was, I've seen this episode before and I had literally no memory of it at all, except mm-hmm. the sea captain's line of, I'm married to the sea, but I'm also seeing two of the Great Lakes. I won't say which ones, but it's eerie how superior they are. And then I'm like, holy shit, I've seen this episode before? Are you kidding? I had, had, honest to God, no memory of it whatsoever, which should really tell you the quality, well, just how nothing this one is. It just fell through my, usually if I've seen it before, or I'm pretty sure I've seen it before, there's a vague hint of, oh yeah, pretty, pretty sure I've, maybe I've seen this. Nothing. Not a drip of it until that one line, and then I previously Googled if it was just reusing a joke. Mm. So that's really what stuck it out to me, for better or worse. Uh, the fact that genuinely I have forgotten everything about this one. You remembered more than I did, because I literally re- remembered none of it. Didn't mm. even remember that sea captain joke. Yeah, the be- all, the, all the rap. It's just... <laughs> I Such know I was watching runs. at this time. It is technically plausible that yeah. I watched the episode before and after it and just not this one, but I doubt it because... True. The one after this is <laughs> Lisa Goes Gaga, so the rage yeah. may have pushed okay. it out of yeah, your Yeah, and head. I definitely watched that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that one. Yeah, that's uh, like an episode that, like, explodes every episode around it. <laughs> <laughs> that episode, for all its many issues, is memorable, but yeah. this isn't. Yeah. So, I know I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you're talking about that Sea Captain quote. Like, there is an effect with some people how they, like, see a Simpsons meme from later on enough and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, that wasn't in a classic episode? Wait, this is from an episode I've never yeah, seen old before. man yells a cloud. And, but they're familiar with the meme. I don't think people are repeating that Sea Captain quote. So, yeah, I think you have to have seen this before. Yeah, despite yeah. enjoyed that joke. It's like, I see what you did there. Ha ha. I see what you did there. Ah, they're lakes, Elliot. That's just... No well, one. he should be the lake captain then, shouldn't he? Well, he's seeing the lakes on the side. Oh my, it's all in the joke. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, the other thing I wanted to bring up is this whole bit with Mo where he goes, ah, oh, there we go. That's a nice third ra- act wrap up. Man, I'm like, you're in the second act, idiots. Oh. Like, you're not moving to a fourth. You just hit your complication. That's your second act. This is how the structure works. At the time, I was thinking, no, that was the third act. 
but you also had like an opening first act that went on that didn't even count. You could take mm. the whole, you know, opening like eight minutes, pretend it never happened, and then yep. you kind of have a three act structure going on. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a real long bit of Homer getting this part as Jesus, then doing a good job, then falling down and hitting net. Like it takes a long time, and all it really does. You need is... it for the um, almost credit sequence. The the bit out of nowhere, right before the credits, it just feels like a deleted scene they mm-hmm. plopped in at the end. Mm. Yeah, but it takes up a lot of time, to, and all it establishes is they're married. Like, Ned doesn't even stay in the hospital at all. No, uh, it's, yeah, it's one of the biggest first act fuck yous as well, but they do bring it round again for Homer at the end, mm-hmm. like, and it's not the entire point at all of the first act thing either is that yeah he's lying and selling a shifty i don't know business or whatever and god Mm -hmm. gets mad at him but that wasn't in the intro at all the intro thing was about how homer actually rose to this challenge like i think the intro was just there to establish that flanders likes god just (laughs) in case you you forgot yeah over the last 23 years every episode is someone's first Mm, yeah true true would have been really important for someone you just you could have done it way faster is going to be my main note. Right. In my notes, I just wrote, like, yawn for the entire first <laughs> section because I had nothing to say. It wasn't even worth writing notes for. It's just... I mean, what do you reckon, Diana? Do you think the episode did improve once it, like, got into the actual oh, story? Yeah, what? it did because, you know, it went from zero to at least something. Mm. <laughs> so it did improve. It had some jokes that landed, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, the sea captain one's apparently the funniest joke ever. It's but memorable. It, well, to you. Yeah, um, to it has, <laughs> I can only go off my own, you know, ROM, you know. No, there was I some... Read good, only my memory. There were some good moments, a couple funny jokes, by, funny by HD Simpson standards, but, you know, funny enough, they made me chuckle slightly. Mm-hmm. And the seed of the story was really good. It was just they didn't do anything with it. No. The episode got better because the opening, however, minutes was literally... Like, pointless. It could have been an extended couch gag and nothing would have been lost. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree that the first act was, like, pretty pointless, but I liked where it was going, and I was mm. like, oh, where are we going with this? Yeah, Homer yeah. rising to a challenge, and, yeah, normally, like, as he points out, oh, why do I succeed at everything I audition in? Yeah, I and, like that. like, this is showing him caring. It's like, oh, right, what are we going to do with this? And then it's just, uh, he's fat, so he breaks the crucifix, which yeah. leads into the next thing. Fuck you, none of this matters. And they then... also had the the fat joke of trying to raise the crucifix mm. up. And mm. also the couch gag as well made a fat joke with trying to close the Avatar pod on Homer. So that is uh, a yeah. lot of just Homer fat jokes sprinkled in the beginning. Sprinkled on like sprinkles on a donut. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how was the wackiness of this episode? You know, how were the cartoony moments of this one? Like, I'm thinking of the kind of obvious scene that was a literal, like, cartoon, but that was uh, uh, yeah, in his that imagination. Was a dream. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the same studio that made, like, the Davy and Goliath thing from HOMR came back to, mm-hmm. yeah, do this one on uh, Ned's Nightmare. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just a big, extended, long, boring sequence of, oh, no, Toddy's graduating from a liberal college. Mm. But it looked nice, so it gets points. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's something charming about, like, the painted-on-clay look and the fuzz of the dog there. It was almost exactly the same as the scene where Flanders is dating Sarah Sloan, the actress, and then he has the Hollywood... 
thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the whole, where producers now? On a ham with a brandy claim. But yes. I will say, you know, as nothing as that Davy and Goliath thing was, I do like that it, like, just cold opened, the dog said something, and then Flanders immediately said... First of all, talking dogs are the spawn of a devil. I just liked that because it just immediately came out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's done with that Flanders smiling through it as well because this episode is like, it's not quite like Flanderization. Like, there mm. is still a lot of old Ned in this one, yeah. but there is a lot of that, like, creepy Westboro Baptist church style fucking. It's on the fringes, yeah. Yeah, but it's more you know his kids get temporary tattoos. Like, what if we got raptured right now? You know, that's that's a little more classic. But yeah, it's still a bit not not the flavor of Ned we like. No, and it's just because it doesn't have any time to breathe. Like, all of a sudden they're pulled out of their school, but we don't see them go to Springfield Elementary. Mm. It's just yeah, not a single scene on that. It's wild. Yeah, they just show up at the Simpsons house party. Uh, with, yeah, the temporary tats and whatever. and Already it, speaking jive. Yeah, oh, telling Nettie to chillax. Like, I don't know, there's actually something in that where Ned mm. wouldn't know this fucking word and maybe there's something, but they're also bogging it down with the women being snippy at Marge for hosting the party in the yeah, first place, which also weird. goes actually nowhere because mm. there's one joke where Helen Lovejoy's like just looking down her nose at Marge and that's the fucking joke and there's nothing to it. Yeah, they post Simpsons party fail but it's like, <sighs> but i mean there's even something to be said on you know ned being worried about the kids not surviving going to a public school but them doing actually fine and starting to be more alienated from him because they're getting other influences that would have been an interesting bit to have but mm, no time it could have had time if they trimmed down the intro but you know you got to keep the good stuff <laughs> yeah they clearly felt that was all solid gold and had to stay well, if they're trimming down the anything, like, there is so much fat in this episode. And, like, we're talking about repeated bits before as well. They have the um, the bit from 22 short films where everyone's gathering around to look mm -hmm. at Lisa's bubblegum hair. Like, yeah, they're doing this in the hospital as well where, yeah, it's The Simpsons. Then all of a sudden Ken Brockman's there. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the fucking Capital City goofball is that He's not actually, but you know yeah. what I mean. It did, it did briefly remind me of a much better episode, so that's something. <laughs> Remember good episodes. We do here at The Simpsons Index. I remember. Uh, and we remember the good episodes, uh, some of them, because they have a lot of heart. Mm. You know, we're talking about Ned and Edna's uh, romance. Yeah. How was the heart in this one? Again, I made no notes of heart. The core of it, again, works. It's just we don't really dwell in anything long enough for it to matter. Lindsay hooked up with the sea captain? I know, uh, that made me actually kind of because Marge is all like no weird hookups like no you let them have their weird hookups we love a good weird Simpsons hookup yeah we were here for Gil and Hoover last week yeah. we're here for uh, Sea Captain and Lindsay what, what's their Brangelina name? Slinzy <laughs> is Captain McAllister Lindsay Nagel yeah, Captain Nagel Lindsay <laughs> yep Lindsay Captain there we go he's yeah. married to the Lindsay <laughs> I like that, it that's perfect yeah, there's not a whole lot to grip onto, because in terms of heart, I should feel something, because again, a lot of it is, even though it's Ned's strong religious views that's coming into conflict with Edna, there's still something to be said about, you are a family now, you have to figure this out, it's not just how you want to raise them, if you want them to be a mother to them, you have to give her some leeway, and there's something to that, but it's just kind of resolved very quickly, and mm. we don't really dwell in the issue long enough for it to feel like it matters. Yeah, and they do the big fucking assembly finish, but 
again, there's nothing to that. And uh, we haven't had the time to build it up. And like, I don't even mind the surprise that they eloped because, mm. of course, they did. If they want to have physical contact, Ned's, you know, that's not a boundary he's going to cross. Yeah, and so I don't mind you've got to rush a bit of the story because of that. But, like, they didn't even explore the whole, like, them being, like, having this elo- uh, marriage in secret and... Mm. Like, now that it's out in the open to the audience as well, I like the idea of seeing the other side of it without the build-up, but yeah, and we didn't see it either. A lot of missed opportunities on this one. Like, we did watch an episode, right? I'm pretty sure we watched nothing. It's uh, very hard to rank air, but we're going to try. But, I mean, just while we're on the heart as well, the flashback to the actual wedding with a real fucking cheap joke about weed with Ned's parents. And I'm just like, mm. yeah, we didn't need no paper. We had a fucking paper that we rolled and smoked. It's $420 worth. See, anyway. I didn't even hear that bit. I, I kind yeah. of turned out. Um. <laughs> well, it had me wondering in that time. It's like, oh, wait, where's Edna's parents? That would have been good. Like, Yeah, we've never even got a hint of them or at least a reference to where they are, why they're not there. Yeah. You know, there's a potential for a joke there that's just... Nope, now nah, gotta get your weed in. But ultimately, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? I mean, no one's really against types, so I'll give them that. Um, it's just the storytelling itself is just empty. So it's a Simpsons box, but then you open the box and uh, there's there's not anything in there. Mm. It's a nice looking box. Yeah, a lot of it, interesting concepts. It had the Simpsons characters in it. Mm-hmm. It visually looked like The Simpsons. It sounded like Mm -hmm. The Simpsons. It has all the elements of The Simpsons, but there was just nothing there. Yeah, this is one of those ones where there's nothing wrong. It's just everything could be better and needs to be tighter and just structured better. Like, this very much feels first draft. No, Mm. absolutely. And for them to also point out with Mo, you know, the weird fucking four-act structure of this when it was like, oh, no one was like, in this group either, was really sure on where the act divisions were in this one. Not to be confused with the video game studio. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, Man, that joke was so bad, I forgot my own point. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, they think they're making a clever joke there, but they're not. They're actually just pointing out their flaws with this one. And I will say there were a few, like, Simpsons-esque jokes that I thought were, you know, just sprinkled throughout through this, like we are mm-hmm. talking about before with the proverbial donut, but, like, they're few and far between. Um, yeah. Like, I-, I like the idea of the little musical to try and help the kids, like, remember the, the yeah. fucking test score answers. I like that one, but... Did anyone have any positive notes about this one? Yeah, I feel dude. like we're digging pretty hard in this one. I got them. Yeah, I yeah. got a few positives. Yeah, go for it. One of them, um, Rod or Todd, I forget, but, you know, I know who's who before someone corrects me. Rod's the <laughs> older one, Todd's younger. But one of them called Edna Cigarette Mummy, which mm-hmm. I thought was very fun. Well, not very funny, but it was slight chuckle worthy. And this is, like, a very stupid joke that I don't know why I found it funny. But Homer walked into Flanders' house doing up his belt, and it was just, like, a waist-up shot. Mm-hmm. Evan Flanders says something like, did you just buckle your belt into mine? I think yeah. it was an okay visual gag, you know? No, I popped for like that one. stupid random. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, his pants were off because he was punishing Bart off, off screen, which was yeah. weird. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I liked where that ended up. Also, one of the Flanders kids, Edna asks if they want to play Scrabble, and one of them says, only God makes words. I think mm. that was kind of funny. 
Yeah, that's like that's very much a Flanders kids ism. Yeah, like I like this thing of like Edna trying to relate to him, and even like Bart coming in and just like helping because ah, I'm bored. But then, like, yeah, it cuts straight to something else, and it doesn't like have like Bart hanging out yeah. at Flanders' house well, for the night. Bart it's... says you got to take them into the real world that'll you know help them out, and then we jump straight to. Do we even get anything between that and her taking them out of the Christian school? I don't think I so. I genuinely can't remember. I don't know the order of events, but on my notes, um, mm-hmm. I basically went from the Scrabble joke to the wedding supply store. Yeah, well, that was the thing. It was a weird cut because it's raining when Bart's outside and then it does a cut to Marge and it's sunny. Not the worst thing, but I definitely noticed it. Yeah, that's right. And they're talking about all the fucking different weddings they could get and... And Marge does say it was her third favorite wedding supply store. That's the kind of thing Marge would. Yeah, it's say. close to. Uh, that's where you want to get your yarn, but you don't want to get your buttons there. That's where you want to get your buttons. And also, hmm. the you know the people in Springfield seem to get married a lot more. Like the Simpsons are invited to a lot more weddings than I have been personally, <laughs> and I'm sure most people. They've yeah. even hosted their own weddings in their own mm-hmm. yard. So I guess. Yeah, Simpsons growing up taught me that I'd have a lot more weddings in my backyard. I'm glad that's not the case. And a lot more elephants. uh, (laughs) Where is my elephant? That reminds me of elephants. (laughs) But yes or no, would you like to watch this episode again? No. If if I need to take like a little couch nap and I just want something as background noise. It's better background noise. Yeah, it is better. That's true. Like listening to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Put the episode on, turn the volume down, put the podcast on. You'd be amazed how much it syncs up. Just like Dark Side. And if you play it backwards, you actually get a recipe for some really good lentil soup. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm going to reverse that and it will sound like nothing, I bet. It will sound like nothing. <laughs> Danny can do it, I can't. <laughs> now, Luke, I think if you're doing the entire, you know, Ned and Edna storyline, it certainly fits in, but like... I'd almost like be tempted to edit it myself and like <laughs> blend it all together in the Ned and Edna movie because like, yeah, there were unfortunately not that many episodes about it. Um, hmm. You know, they got together in what, season 22 and then, yeah, Marsha Wallace passed away by season 25 and yeah, unfortunately, I think you were right, BT. Yeah, they, it didn't really make the effort to make stories about them the main feature of an episode despite the fact that yeah, I think when it comes to the change section, we're all going to have fucking opinions on how you... Oh, yeah. um, Despite the fact that the internet told them they wanted this to happen, so make an episode, which they did, that's this, but it just... Again, the ideas are fine, just do them. Yeah. The idea of this episode is a very important part of their story, but nothing else happened. Mm. So to put it in a way that six people that wa- that listen to this podcast will understand... It's like in an anime where there's an entire filler episode, but there's like one scene that's very important and based off the manga. So there's going to be someone out there that's like, oh, I know exactly what that means. Um, (laughs) I think I can translate that. It's like, you know, not every WrestleMania is good. In fact, some (laughs) of them are bad, but sometimes they have that one fucking match. It's like when you're not really feeling, you know, a 20 minute rush song, but there's that (laughs) one section you really like. Mm -hmm. I think you got the entire audience covered it's like if you're doing a sport and there's an it's a pretty bland game but there's one moment that's like ooh, that's going to be on the replays that covers everybody 
like when you're losing at Mario Party, but there's a mm. chance there's a chance time where you fuck someone over really well. Yeah, um, you realised, you- oh yes, I hit all the green spaces. Yeah, yes, of course. Haha, <laughs> stars for me. You unskilled fools. You should have aimed to hit more green bases like I did. <laughs> Completely intentional in this random chance game. Yeah, a skill based game. Mm-hmm. Just say it's random because you don't have a skill. <laughs> you need True. to know exactly when to press the button and pray. Exactly. Um, uh, but what would you like to change, BT? We've pretty much covered it entirely. Uh, look, the core is there. Just give the script a work over. Clean up that first chunk of it so it's just shorter, so you have more free up more time to actually do the things we were talking about. Have Edna take Rod and Todd out to do some normal things and they really enjoy it before the whole shift out of the school. Let us see Rod and Todd actually going to Springfield Elementary, maybe having a really tough time at first, but then actually growing to it. Uh, Then maybe I kind of like the idea of the conflict being more about Ned is losing control and that worries him more than it is, you know, losing his sons to sin or something like that. There's a lot of stuff here they could work with. The, The fertile ground, the clay they have brought forth is good. It's just not been sculpted into anything. Yeah, the clay wasn't as good as the uh, Davy section. section. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon, Diana? What would you like to change? Take out the first, like, eight minutes. Take out the last, like, two minutes, <laughs> including the rap. Um, <laughs> oh, you got to have the rap. The rap. <laughs> just put content in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Write some episode, please. This is the equivalent of, like, an empty room that just has like beige wall and that's it it's just like a big mm. empty wall this is our beige room that's potential you could you could put furniture in there to make it Man. good but it's just a big empty mess <laughs> it's a beige i mean i don't think it's as much of a mess as a lot of certainly of this season especially 23 mm. can be a horror show at times oh, for sure i didn't go gaga for this episode no mm. <laughs> i mean Weirdly to say, in a similar way, uh, uh, like Gaga, it's not totally incompetent. Like, I think mm. one of the things... I think the structure is there. It's just yeah. the the parts that needed more attention didn't have time for them. It was a 22-minute episode with about two minutes of importance. Well, I mean, and that's the thing that I have with it is because they were so close to hitting on another really good thing right at the end of this where... The rap, where Homer- yeah, and then they did the rap. You kind of- <laughs> Mm-hmm. I told you, we're leaving the rap in. Dropping in fact, bars. we're doubling it. Yeah, well, double the bars. <laughs> double the bi- did biddly idly bars. He'd be really good to like do scratching yep. uh, remixing too. For any would be scratching remixes out there. Hint, Hi, hint, Danny. Danny, yeah. <laughs> scratching is the uh, cat that tries to kill her mouse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In, the, in the wedding yeah. ceremony in, yeah, earlier in the it. episode. Um, yeah, almost as good as the Mount Everest wedding with the finger slapping oh. off. Jesus Christ, this fucking joke is just like, that was my note of like, what are we doing here? Like, what is this even? Like, it was very much a family guy moment. Yeah, totally. It's one of those, like, I can, I don't think it's funny, but it caught me off guard and it gave me some emotion, which most of the episode didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it in Simpsons funny moments or anything. But it's a good mm. example of just wasted economy of storytelling that it's, not the worst but it could have been removed and you could have freed up time well it's weird as well because yeah i don't remember the exact fucking logic of this but they're at the wedding supply store looking at mm-hmm. these videos of wedding extreme weddings 
even though they've already eloped, why are they there? Like, and then she's like going to set up the party for them at their place. Like, yeah, yeah, just to just to involve the Simpsons somehow because they need to be a part of this Ned and Edna story. I mean, the show is called the Simpsons. Okay, well, Marge would want to. Like, people elope, but there are you know some people might elope, but there'll be other people like family or friends, I guess, mm. that would want some involvement in like a, a ceremony just because it's it's Marge. That's what she would do. Yeah, but uh, it's it, the it one is... thing she has going on in her life. <laughs> Don't take it away from her. Yeah, and I mean that's it. And I feel like it's only there just because how do we involve the Simpsons somehow? And they don't need to be involved. But, you know, also contradicting that, one element that I liked in this episode where Homer and Marge were arguing and Ned was like, Oh, it's always gonna be a fucking argument and you know, yeah, and I like that contrast where he and Maud were always on the same page and now here's an example where just because you're not always in agreement doesn't mean you can't make it work. And if they had that as part of the party as well, like Homer's and Marge's conflicting parroting going on while, uh, yeah. yeah, Bart was making a ruckus at the gathering, like that's an easy win for them to set this mm-hmm. thread up. But yeah, so many more drafts needed. But I think that about does it. It's time for everyone's final notes. Now it's time and now it's time for our final notes. Everyone's final notes. Diana, do you have any final notes? Yeah. Um. God, sorry. I was looking for my notes and I just saw the word LGBT. Do you remember what that is? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Left gifted, Le- bidexterous and trans handed community. Yeah, that's it. Um. Very good. And I was that one person I was pre-op trans handed. They, it's... <sighs> It just feels like someone was desperately trying to find mm. words that sort of fit with it. Yeah. That was very much like someone trying to force an acronym. Yeah. Which... And yeah, imagine the concept of someone who wanted to be left-handed, but they were right-handed. Yeah, I did write down at that point. That's a final note. Uh, but there's also something that's actually good for a change. Uh, Nelson and the bullies are basically doing like valet parking. Yeah, the I like that. Party. You know, they, they're charging some amount that's ridiculous and Hibbert says he'll just park it himself. And then Nelson basically says, why are you parking yourself? Why are you parking yourself? Well, flicking the antenna, though? Like, I didn't yeah. get it. You gotta, you gotta... Yeah, he has to do something. What's he gonna someone do? someone somehow to say that. And yeah, it wasn't... It was, um, you know, give me your keys. It was like, that's what a valet would say, but because it's Nelson, it sounds like a threat. It's like, oh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was bully for you as well. That's nice. Look, I'm glad you guys enjoyed something out of this. I just did. Yeah. I, it's one that I just found so bafflingly weird that I didn't know how to process it. But it gave me enough of a reaction that I picked up my pen and wrote a note, which mm. I did. For <laughs> reference, every other episode you've had me on, I've usually write two or three pages of notes in a, a notepad. It's decently sized. It says it's A5. Okay. There was also very timely. Um, there was a Twitter joke at the beginning which this week right now, let's just say Twitter oh, yeah. has been in very relevant. Disarray. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everyone tweeting now is like the violinist on the Titanic going down. Like, yeah. um, it really does su- feel like fucking end times there. And I'm surprised they didn't like do like, I'm posting on Twitter, <laughs> the mm. pal part of it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do anything like that. Yeah, Homer won't be able to do that now. He'll fucking have to pay eight bucks a month to... Ma- make his opinion about does Snickers belongs on apples, whatever, I'm going to eat it, or whatever the point was. And this is kind of funny. It was just Flanders was wearing Homer's pajamas, and he said thanks for the um, chip bag chip clips, clips, and he turned yeah. around. 
I like that. There was a satisfying uh, sound effect as well with the clacking uh, mm-hmm. chip bag clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed nice that. Nice there. Yep. Yeah. BT, do you have any other notes? Uh, an example of one that slowly got worse, which was... Um, the episode? <laughs> yeah, well, like, eh, it middled so much. No, it was when they're, you know, talking about doing the kind of Passion of the Christ play, and they're like, oh, it's the greatest story ever. It's like, I don't know, this was a long time ago. There have been a lot of better stories since. And they're like, yeah, what about Lenny's Cancun story? Why aren't we doing that? And I like that part of the joke. But then they just keep taking bites of it, and then you find out, you know, oh, I lost a toe. Well, that's what you get for having a monkey give you a foot massage. Like, no, it was funny when it was just like, oh, no, that story is... You know, it has that kind of not Lenny kind of thing to it. Absolutely. Uh, oh yeah. And then one note that I thought I liked, and then I started writing it down, which made me think about it, which is when <laughs> the Christian school teacher is all like, well, I'll be a monkey's unrelated creation. And I thought, okay, that's fine. He started writing it down like, wait, monkeys have uncles and it's not an evolution thing. They're just monkeys still. Thank you. That was so, going to be my Jordan's yeah. angle corner. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I liked it at first. And then, yeah, as I was writing down, like, Wait, this doesn't work. Mm. Oh, yeah. My last one is uh, when Edna's like, I guess I just, until Rod and Todd, I never really cared about children. And the entire auditorium gasped. She's like, oh, come on. I hated you know. that. I don't yeah, I I think that it made sense. sense. Oh, it doesn't fit in terms of what we've seen her go through with Bart and all that. She definitely has cared in the past, but she's also, you know, not cared. So it was more the response of, oh, come on. I would say that's out of character, but I know I have said things that, contradict other things i've said in the past <laughs> so you know. well no and, we like i think it feels like another bit of untapped thing with this episode is that edna realizing that raising children is a lot different to fucking yeah, teaching children that'd and be that, something that could have been a story element for sure like because mm, you get to send them home at the end of the day if you're the teacher but... did rod and todd go back to the christian school we don't know. I don't think that got right. I mean, in so. theory, no. So we look forward to seeing them there next week. Like, mm. I haven't seen enough HD Simpsons to remember if they're there in the classrooms. No, I mean, yeah, I think they've been only addressed as much in um, Todd, Todd, Why Has Thou Forsaken Me? And that's, I think he's in, uh, maybe it's just Sunday school. Anyway, mm. this is not the me trying to remember shit episode. Um, yeah, my final note. That'd be a good uh, clip show episode of this podcast if you <laughs> just may try to just yeah. an hour but... of um. Uh... What did I say then? Remember what that time I, I talked about note, uh, another episode? <laughs> I think I said something good about it. And all the mouth noises I usually edit out, like or hmm, etc. <laughs> My fun rights. When Homer gets the part of Jesus and Ned goes, oh, I suppose this will be my cross to bear. And Homer's like, hey, what's that a reference to? <sighs> that was Ned's response. And that was also the audience's response. It's like That's how humans talk on a regular basis. Exactly. Someone says anything and I have to ask the origin of a phrase. What are you what's doing here? In- that? <laughs> what are you doing here in the Simpsons Index, Diana? <laughs> well, I mean, I am a you know guest host, so I guess it makes sense. <laughs> what are you doing in Springfield, Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> hey, get out of here, Elon! <laughs> Fucking getting here in SideQuest Studios. Go, you've got a company to run. You literally you have it. better things to do. I mean, if he joins the Patreon for as little as five dollars a month, why that's less than verified uh, the, Twitter. The, the Elon price actually is one billion dollars a month. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> We're not as generous as him with his benevolent only eight dollars per month. Can you add that to the Patreon, please. <laughs> the Elon Musk here, sure. Yeah. Um, God, only one person has to take it, and we'll be rich. <laughs> uh, when Homer's twirling his dress, I really like that. Yeah, he looked happy. 
that might bump this whole thing up a metal grade for me. Um, it will not. Oh, we're even getting to the medals. Wow, that's that's generous. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chaz Busby's in this episode and is not nearly as good as that episode where no. I think it's the Lisa smoking one. Yeah, he's way more fun most of the time. Um, oh, I actually really did like the joke of Rod had training wheels on his tricycle and still fell over. That was pretty mm-hmm. good. It should have exploded. <laughs> yeah, caught fire. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons playlist of things catching fire that shouldn't. Bart says as he drives off in the bus, there's a dolphin in my bathtub. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that at all. Because yeah. they're like, ah, uh, it's so wacky. And it's like, ah, uh, Bart doesn't have a bathtub. To leave it unexplained would be better than that, basically. But do they not have a, a bathtub in the kids? No, no, Bart doesn't have a bathtub. Uh, I think he just meant the kids one that Homer wouldn't go to. Mm. Yeah, in that <laughs> weird sometimes bathroom that's only there a couple of times. Yeah. Only for the bathroom products race, and that's about it. The bathroom. It's time to rank this thing on the Simpsons Index. We rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh, you give it a participant. But for the positive rankings, you got OK Bronze, Good Silver, Excellent Gold, but for the best of the very best, the episodes which the Simpsons could not exist without, you give Cubic so Cody R. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. Uh, look, despite everything, I am going to give it a bronze because I quite liked a few of the jokes in this episode and, and there's so much that it's going for that I like that I feel mm. like that's worth rewarding. I don't know, maybe I'll be talked down, but BT, I understand, you? but you soft-hearted, beautiful man. Uh, <laughs> participant, because it, again, it wafted directly through my brain. I'm going to struggle to remember this after dinner. Are you comparing um, this to a fart? No, that was you. <laughs> You know um, how farts just waft through your brain anyway. No, I do not know that. You might want to I get am that not look. going inside your skull if I'm yeah. asked to. You might want reason. to get that looked at, dude. Uh, yeah. Diana, Participate. what would you like to rank it? See, I'm torn because all the ingredients are participant. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it is such a failure of writing that it's also forgettable. I kind of just want to give it a failure because it is... It was nothing. Like, a participant episode would at least have a couple more things I'd remember, but this was mm. so unremarkable. The writers basically failed at their job. See so yeah, a failure. And I do not disagree with you, even though, but, you know, the rankings you- will show that I did. But, like, <laughs> like if, if person, I was I able to give it, like, a high failure, it would probably get that, but it yeah. doesn't even deserve the shiny that as well. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be a participant by way of split decision. Mm-hmm. And now, before we get out of here today, just want to address something. Yeah, I know we do have a fair amount of listeners building up on YouTube, fucking inexplicably, like, um, but yeah. By I which know. he means thank you. <laughs> hey, some people have their platforms. I just, I didn't anticipate podcasting no. would be the platform for YouTube. He doesn't thank your real fans if you listen on YouTube, is what he's saying. So you're just going to have to like and subscribe so much harder. And don't forget <laughs> to smash that bell. Oh, I have to do that shit now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know a lot of people have been wondering uh, why the episodes don't always get uploaded. There's a bit of a conflict with like YouTube spam filters and fucking Podbean's auto update things. So like, I'm actually on it and I'm slowly uploading um, a lot of the episodes that have been missed. And over the next few weeks, I'm going to be uh, putting the fullback catalog on our YouTube thing because I know we're missing like a hundred or so podcasts from there. But the full catalog, people. Yeah, BT was right. What I did mean to say was thank you and you you very real supporters on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. But also, if you're on YouTube, why don't you check out Diana's channel? Where, where can they find you on YouTube? Uh, on YouTube. Uh, no, it is <laughs> youtube.com slash Freezer94. So Freezer, like the appliance, 94, like the numbers. 
I just hit 400 subscribers today, and then oh, I also and, and then I hit 401 shortly after. Mm. <laughs> now I'm in the big leagues, and I blame Elliot because he mm-hmm. suggested I do something productive, and this is the closest I could do with it. No, I'm always happy to support you. I think you've got a great voice, especially in the video game space. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, your videos are wonderful, and um, they better be because uh, I have a next couple I'm doing are games no one cares about. And yeah. the ones after that are games you don't care about because they're JRPGs. I still watch them. I think, yeah, you still put together a wonderful show there. Uh, but you were in a book recently as well. I was, and I should remember the name of it. Thank you for springing <laughs> this on me. Um, but basically, it was a collaboration between two different companies, uh, Lost in Cult and Retro Dodo. And they basically collaborated for a book about handheld video games. And, Ooh, and that I is your primarily speciality. talk about handhelds. But yeah, um, I wrote about the Donkey Kong Country series. And once again, I owe Elliot that because he just <laughs> DM'd me saying, hey, this seems like a thing you might like. And I didn't expect to get paid to talk about something that I would talk about for free. <laughs> Elliot out there getting people paid, you monster. Well, yeah, we'll drop a link to that in the show notes as Mm -hmm. well, along with your YouTube channel as well. Yeah, um, and then you can join my Mastodon uh, and be like one of the (laughs) 20 people that uses it. (laughs) The the little group of woolly mammoths over there, yeah. uh... (laughs) You'll be on there eventually, once Elon starts making you pay to tweet anything. Oh, yeah, because Twitter's only just still tolerable now, Like, but I feel like that ship is sinking fast. (laughs) It's so fascinating to watch, though. Yeah. Uh, but BT, what about yes. if people want to uh, access our premium exclusive content? Our premium exclusive content is available right freaking now. If you go to patreon.com slash sidequeststudios, that is the umbrella for everything we do. And for as little as $5 a month, you can get access to over 80. That is right. 90. Eight, is it 90. Holy Technically shit. Technically 90 is over 80. That's true. <laughs> over 90. That's right. Nine zero exclusive podcasts podcasts from Elliot and myself that is just (laughs) so much you can find out more on patreon.com slash sidequest studios i'll put them on pirate beta for all the free people (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh but yeah anyway go check that out patreon.com slash sidequest studios but for now yeah that's been the simpsons index for this week i've been elliot j o'neill that's been diana and you can use the magic of editing because when you were talking earlier i found out the book is called <laughs> a handheld history, and you can get it from. You can only get it digitally now, but it's from Lost in Colts website. And thank you, BT. Ah, exit quote. <laughs> That's all the mustard in the house. That's my exit quote. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can also check out our other shows, like Pulp Fury Radio, our scripted fiction podcast, which tells all original stories across a range of pulp genres, and Thrones of Game, where we review Game of Thrones in reverse order. Links to those podcasts and more will be available in the show notes. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes! Mm, Quite enjoying this uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. There's a oh, tongue right. twister. Zero sugar, really? Dr. Pepper Dark Berry, zero Dr. sugar. Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. Yeah. Sponsored by Jurassic World Dominion. I don't know if you yeah, can see that. And they're sponsoring the... you. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can see the small text at the bottom, but it just says, see the movie. <laughs> just in I like, caps. <laughs> I like being direct on that. That's nice.
So you've got subliminal messaging and liminal messaging. Exactly. <laughs> See the movie. <laughs> I like it. No one else will. Oh, everyone did. That's the, I think it made bank. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I, I haven't. I, I am happy to say I haven't seen a Jurassic Park since Jurassic Park 3, back when that was considered the low point of the franchise. Mm. Yeah. And it, I think it's still the third yeah. best movie now. I don't know. When I went into Jurassic World, I was expecting a Jurassic Park sequel, but then at some point in the movie, I'm like, oh, wait, no, this is a comedy. Yeah. And then, and then um, I had a lot more fun with it. And the second one is just batshit. I kind of love it because it's mental as fuck. <laughs> I read like a synopsis saying something like the dinosaurs are living among the humans and yeah the it. third one which makes yeah. literally no sense because like 20 dinosaurs escaped and now the entire world's populated with different species that didn't exist in the show but fine and then locust i i know too much about this movie that i've not seen <laughs>